BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Some punk reporter upset Fran McCaffrey today. Why would he do that? Um, Michael, that, that reporter was you. Live from WHOHD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off. Keith Murphy, along with Michael Admire, who's in for John Sears, you'll find out later why John's not here tonight? It has to do with him trying to break a world record. Poor guy. Yeah, yeah. I know it. I know it. What's bugging Andy coming up in 10 minutes. But first, Michael, you're, you're back from Iowa City, and the Hawks look fantastic, especially in the first half. It was a crazy game, just the whole momentum around it. Maryland only scored 17 points in the first half. That's crazy. Their defense was suffocating. All right, tonight's hot topic, what a weekend. The Hawkeyes route number 17, Maryland. The Cyclones thrash Texas Tech. That was, by what, like 100 points? And UNI wins its 11th straight game. Let's talk hoops. Lines open right now, 515-282-9010. That's how Sears feels. Uh, no rules. Murphy's Law. It's been a long time since Iowa looked that dominant in back-to-back Big Ten games. First, Iowa blew out Michigan on the road. Then the Hawks ran number 17 Maryland out of the building. If it had been a fight, they'd have stopped it at halftime. After last season's head-scratching collapse, this Iowa team trends upward. Fran McCaffrey backs his players, as he should. McCaffrey is also good to media, which is why today's exchange with Michael was surprising and out of character. It's a bully move, and McCaffrey's better than that. Because I said so, should only be said by mom and dad. By the way, McCaffrey did later answer essentially the same question when asked on SportsCenter by some guy named Chris Hassel. It's better for everyone. I do not think Adam Woodbury intentionally pokes players in the eye, but after a third time, it's reasonable to ask about it, Woodbury handled questions well. The Cyclones made Texas Tech think about giving up basketball. The 37-point win also serves as a reminder ISU can't overlook anyone. How in the world did the Red Raiders beat the Cyclones last month? We won't get to see the Panthers play the Cyclones unless it's in the NCAA tourney, and that's too bad. UNI is 22-2 with 11 straight wins, and the Panthers don't take games off. If we believed signing days predict the future of football programs, man, we'd all be depressed. Athletes of AIB, you deserve better. You shouldn't first learn all sports are being dropped by watching our 10 o'clock newscast. The most bewildering part of this bizarre Brian Williams story is that there was no need for embellishment. If you're flying around in Iraq, if you're flying around Iraq in a war zone in a helicopter, that's brave enough. It doesn't need to take fire. 
And if you haven't seen American Sniper, please make sure you do. You won't forget it. And when it ends, you won't move. Michael? I think Iowa played its most complete basketball game of the season today. It had everything. Physical defense, balanced scoring attack, and an Adam Woodbury eye poke. Once is an accident, twice a coincidence, three times a trend, or at least that's how it looked. So to be fair to the situation, I asked Fran McCaffrey about it. He told me to ask a more intelligent question as if to lecture me. There have been times I wish words had handles so I could just pull them back in. This was not one of those times. Credit to his student athletes for providing honest and detailed answers to the exact same question. I don't think Woodbury is a serial eye poker, but may, maybe just try to stay out of this region for a little bit. McCaffrey wants the attention on his team's dismantling of a top 25 opponent. I get that. That's why I waited till the end of the press conference to ask what should have been a simple question and answer. No hard feelings, just would rather talk about the Hawkeyes' best conference win of the season. Because, man, did they look good. They, they did look, they looked great. And to your point, Michael, when, uh, when Chris Hassel, that name is so familiar. Yeah. When Chris Hassel uh, asked McCaffrey on SportsCenter about it, McCaffrey gave a long answer and explanation. That's all you're asking. And it's, if it's, he does that in the press conference, right. it's water under the bridge. We're, we're talking a lot uh, about this a lot less. All right, let's get to live phone calls here. Old Spice is directing Chris Jones producing tonight, and Derek is up first. Derek, what did you think of the Hawkeye weekend? Yeah, I just really thought the Hawkeyes uh, have put together two strong games in a row, and I want to know your guys' thoughts on how you think they're going to finish the Big Ten season. I think they're going to finish it really well. Uh, this seems like the opposite of, of last year, Michael. This team is, is coming together. The chemistry is improving. The team looks better. The guard play is much improved. Uh, this, is, this is starting to resemble the team we thought we were getting this season and last season. And the schedule has a lot to do with that. They've played several top 25 teams. Today, Maryland is the last top 25 team ranked, or last 25 top 25 ranked team they have on their schedule. I have no idea what you just uh, said. Yeah, <laughs> they're the last ranked team on Iowa's schedule. So to say, it looks like it's getting a little <laughs> bit easier for them coming up. All right, uh, Troy is in Urbandale. Hi, Troy. Welcome to Sound Off. Hi, guys. That was a great game for Iowa today. And, uh, Michael, I think I think you asked the question in a professional way. I thought it was very fair. You know, the, the, the hand wasn't near the ball, and I, you didn't accuse him of doing it on purpose. You were just bringing up the question. And when you brought it up, it kind of reminded me of the, the hazzle-dazzle when he played Fran McCaffrey because I could tell you were kind of bracing yourself if he was going to start to boil. Uh, yeah, uh, thank you for the compliment, Troy. You didn't expect that answer, though, did you? I, no, did you I think he would answer it. You kind of anticipate just the coach's speak, kind of what he gave to Hassel, and he he came after it. He was he was on fire today. Uh, Randy is up next here on Sound Off. Hi, Randy. Uh, hi, Keith. Uh, Michael, thank you for taking my call. I guess uh, that was a legitimate question that you asked, Michael. I think the illegitimate thing that happened today, everybody seems to be missing, is the point that the foul was called not on the court not during the continuation of play, but based on a video replay. Thanks to Maryland's coach uh, complaining when play was stopped, uh, when the ball went dead, they went over, they looked at the replay, now they call the foul. So at what point are we going to decide that we don't need officials on the court anymore? 
Let's just let the video replays decide whether there's a foul or not. That's what disturbed me today. Uh, Randy, that, that's a great call, and it's an interesting point. And I don't think eye-poking should be a foul it's, if it looks unintentional. And that case, I thought it did look unintentional. It just happens to be that Woodbury has done the same thing two other times, three times total, in just a short span of three weeks. McCaffrey said one thing Woodbury needs to do is to get his hands straight up instead of straight out. Yeah, you're seven foot. Why are you putting your arms out? You should put them up. Max in Marshalltown, how about the basketball this weekend? Like we mentioned at the top of the show, with the exception of Drake, although the, the Bulldogs played hard They're the whole tough. game yeah. at the McLeod Center. I think it's wonderful that we got four teams in the state of Iowa playing the quality of basketball that's being, and I know Drake's coming. It's great. I'm an Iowa State fan, but it was a great Iowa game today, and it's just great to have four teams that really play in quality basketball in Iowa. Go Iowa. All Thank, the way through. Thanks, Max. And the fun thing about these four teams is they all play kind of different styles of basketball. Uh, Iowa has the bigs. Iowa State plays fast pace. UNI plays defense. So as an Iowa sports basketball fan, you can turn on the TV any night of the week and get something different but still something from – your home state. Becky is in Bondurant. Uh, Cyclones also looked really good, winning by 37 points. And yes, haven't I called you guys several times? When do they play the best? With I, without Bryce Dijon Jones. I rest my case, and you can tell John Sears I called, but he wasn't here tonight. Uh, all right, I think he's uh, watching from his his bed tonight. So okay, he, well he you just tell him I told him so. You, and you got that right. <laughs> uh, Jamil McKay will start. Tomorrow night. And Jamil McKay certainly didn't do anything to lose his spot, did he? Time for lookalikes with a local connection. Don't forget the local connection. Uh, Old Spice judges. Now, multiple nominations after the 4 p.m. newscast Wednesday. Andy Fails and Dr. Nathan Boonstra. Old Spice. So good. They even dress the, the sweater vest. Oh, man. That's yeah, they so even kind of have the same look on their face. They're both, they, they both know that they're smarter than me. Yeah, the glasses. Yeah, the glasses. So. Uh, Eric writes, starting Central College tight end Jack Norgard and tennis pro, the, the object of his wife's desire, he writes, Rafael Nadal, Old Spice. Now, that's a, that's a good one, and that's not a bad comparison here for Jack. I'm guessing he's uh, uh, popular with the ladies on campus. He's got the long hair and everything. Oh, yeah, Man. he's got it all going. If there's one thing that's better than cheering for a great team, it's cheering for a not-so-good team. I'll tell you why and what's bugging Andy. Sound Off Nation on Facebook. John writes, I guess Michael Admire better get a list of intelligent questions from Fran before the media session. Maybe ask him, how much do you think you would have lost to Iowa State if McKay had been playing? <laughs> Noted. Hey, uh, Ross writes, I dislike the Hawks as much as the next guy, but no way Woodbury means to poke people in the eye. He probably pokes himself in the eye eating a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, it could happen. He's got, he's got big hands. Uh, Northern Iowa knocked off the pesky Drake Bulldogs last night. But that's not really what's bugging Drake alum Andy Fails. Here's what it is. Guys, considering the circumstances, 2015 has been a good year so far for my Drake Bulldogs. After all, they've been winning. Well, they didn't win yesterday, and they didn't win at all in the first two weeks of January, but lately they have won four games, and I'm happy about it. If they don't win another, I'll be fine, because this season I didn't expect to be happy at all. 
It's funny the way our expectations of a sports team can change, isn't it? Our happiness threshold rises and falls like gas prices, and all it takes for us to completely rewrite our standards is one bad year, or one good year, heck, one losing or winning streak. It was only about 15 years ago when Iowa fans could no longer stand the thought of one more first round exit from the NCAA tournament. Last year, they were willing to rewrite their definition of first round in order to feel better about their third coach since Tom Davis. Now they're living on the edge of fun and fear. There was a time not long ago when a Big 12 road win for Iowa State was a unicorn and Cyclone fans were beginning to wonder if that Big 12 tournament championship back in 2000 was all just one big hallucination brought on by too many beers at Kelly's on Westport. Now, of course, this is a disappointing season if the Cyclones don't at least return to the Sweet 16. Why do we do this to ourselves? Don't we want our sports teams to make us happy? Of course we do. So why do we keep raising the bar on happy? We're not drug addicts with frazzled brain cells that force us into a compulsive search for the ultimate high. We are rational people who paint our bodies and pay $10,000 for the right to sit on an aluminum plank. We envy these Ohio State fans because they got to see their team win the national championship. But you know and I know it, the only way they're guaranteed to die happy is if they die in the next few months. The sports mountain has no summit. It's a roller coaster that just keeps on rolling and coasting. So while Cyclone, Hawkeye, and Panther fans are living in fear of the next downward plunge, <laughs> we Drake fans have one up on them all. Here we are enjoying the ride that we never expected to begin this year. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. What letter was Andy covering up? Uh, still ahead on Sound Off, John Sears attempts to break the world record for most one-handed catches in 30 seconds. Sound Off 13 on Twitter. Heiberg at High Sport writes, Don't get me wrong, great win for Hawks, but Big Ten is not the league of years past. Hashtag Iowa basketball. Michael Burton tweets at SoundOff13, just got a Facebook notification. I've been poked by Adam Woodbury. You too? <laughs> Who's in your five, five unforgettable Super Bowl 49 moments? Number five, Gronk throws haymakers at the end of the game. He said, hey, I just, uh, just started throwing haymakers. Number four, the nationwide kid is too dead to watch the game. Number three, Katy Perry roars on a lion. Number two, Tom Brady enters the pantheon of four-ring quarterbacks. You watched him play this year, didn't you? Live, yeah. in person? Yeah, at nice. Kansas City. Worst game of his career. And number one, what in the world was Pete Carroll thinking? Give the ball the beast mode. All right, let's get back to live calls here. And as I look at the screen, they are all Adam Woodbury at this point. Scott and Urbandale, what can you offer? Murph, uh, growing up as a child in Sioux City, uh, Adam Woodbury was mentored by Mo Howard of the Three Scoots. And I think that he thinks the other three guys either look like Shimp, Curly, or Larry. That's all I can say. You got to have that 
defense ready. Yep, this you got to get Minnesota's that hand ready. Defense is ready. Nice, nice. All right, Linda, uh, what do you think? I don't think Adam Woodbury would have um, poked somebody in the eye three times on purpose. I don't either. I, I think McCaffrey was very. Um, was very rude to Michael Adbury. So. Yes, uh, thank you. Um, you know what? Thanks. I, I want to. Uh, yeah, thank you for your call. Yeah. Not for being rude to Michael. Here's the exchange. <laughs> Next, question. Next question. Ask an intelligent question. Does anybody have a question? Well, why is that not an intelligent question? Because I said so. Yeah, that, that's, that's a bad moment for Fran McCaffrey. And as I noted in Murphy's Law, though, he is usually good to the media, and this was out of character for him. We all have uh, bad moments, but this was a bad moment. Yeah, you're kind of taken away whenever you just ask a simple question and you get yeah. that kind of response. So I kind of sat back a little bit, and Mike Loss pop, pops up and asks the question that everybody then was wondering is, well, why wasn't that a good question? <laughs> well, yeah, it, 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 was a, it was a fair question. It was a reasonable question. Uh, Chauncey. Welcome to Sound Off. You gotta be kidding me when you look at that tape of Adam Woodbury. The first one looks like it's an accident. The second two look like they're deliberate. Why would a defender have his hands in front of a player's face, not down by the ball? Or if the shoot, if the uh, offensive person is in the process of shooting, then their hands would be up. But there's no reason why his fingers should be at eye level. That makes no sense to me. Well, uh, McCaffrey kind of said that yeah. today. I, I still don't think it's intentional, but it is clumsy. Yeah, as a defender, you want to get your hands anywhere around their eyes, their face. You want to make the guy uncomfortable, and he's definitely doing that and just taking a little bit too far. John Sears is not here tonight. You're about to find out why in a few minutes. He goes for the world record. That's still to come. But first, uh, Michael and I will face off. Sound off at whotv.com is our email address. It was a great day for the Iowa Hawkeyes. The wrestling team beat Penn State, and in hoops, the women beat Wisconsin, and the men backed up their win over Michigan with an equally impressive win over Maryland. Maybe the tide has turned, and this team has finally figured it out. By the way, I typed this entire email with Adam Woodbury's finger in my eye. Shane from Marshalltown. Impressive. Two big wins from the basketball team, plus a huge takedown of Penn State by the Grapplers. What a great week to be a Hawkeye. That's Brandon and Nevada. A lot of Hawkeye love. Time for face-off, Murph. South Carolina's Mr. Football committed to Louisville in the summer and had his scholarship offer pulled right before signing day. Why am I not surprised? Because it's Bobby Petrino. He's the same guy who quit on the Falcons and didn't even face them. He's the same guy who hired his mistress and then lied about his motorcycle crash when, when she was riding on back. It's the guy who was given a fresh start by Western Kentucky and left them as soon as he got a better offer. Uh, he wins, so next to no one in Louisville will care. All comes down to winning. It does. Johnny Manziel is reportedly in rehab. I hope he gets better. Yeah, me too. I, I've got no jokes about this. He's got a problem. This can only help, and football shouldn't be the primary concern. Syracuse banned itself from the postseason. Mm. That's pretty convenient, huh? It sure is. Jim Beheim's team isn't a contender. It's like a kid 
Naming his punishment is saying, I'm gonna, uh, I'll stay inside all weekend when all he wants to do is play video games anyway. Come on. The star of Super Bowl 49 was undoubtedly Left Shark. Right. If you were advising Left Shark, what would you tell him? Don't ask Fran McCaffrey why Adam Woodbury pokes players in the eye. Too soon? Hashtag too soon. <laughs> uh, over, under, overrated. For me, National Signing Day. Hey, underrated, it's the four years later. Duh. Yeah. That's what matters the most. Yeah, that's when you find out how good those players are. Did you? How many times did you read that stat that uh, in, in the Super Bowl, there were zero five-star starters? Yeah, and they're all two and three stars. Most that's of them, yeah. All the Hawkeye fans complain about a bunch of three stars. It could be a good thing. But how many on Ohio State and Oregon yeah. last year? <laughs> in those final four teams, how many four-star recruits? Um, let's get to another call here. Randy is in Urbandale. Uh, Randy, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going, folks? Good, good. What's on your mind All tonight? Right. I, I mean, make it quick. I know. Uh, Hawkeye fan here. I would say it's going to be probably a three or four seed an attorney. I'm um, just wondering if you think if Iowa wins six of the next eight games and two in the Big Ten tournaments that they're going to be at least a seven seed. Thank you. Yeah, win, win six of eight and two in the tournament? Yeah, plus yeah they, sure. they want to get over that hump, too. They don't want to be on that eight-nine line. Yeah, and they, uh, Michael, with this schedule, they, they should be able to close like that. I mean, uh, we don't know what happened last year, but I don't see that happening to this team. This team, there's a different feel to it. They've got it together, and it kind of happened in that Wisconsin game. Uh, final word will go to the cheeser. It's, uh, it's become tradition. Hi, cheeser. Cyclones uh, better get a win tomorrow on the road, and I'm telling you, uh, your guys in Sonda, thank you for all your cooperation, guys. All By the right. way, do you guys have a mix? Perhaps some banana? Uh, there's, uh, I, I couldn't follow that. Uh, there's the buzzer. Happy. Big Monday. Third third Monday in a row? Is yeah, that right? Yeah, third. For the Cyclones? Fourth. Yeah, they're yeah, playing a lot of Monday nights. Uh, that'll do it for us. We're back next week. We hope you are too, but uh, we're not done. Nope. We leave you with Dear John, which explains why John isn't here tonight. And now, Dear John. Dear John, I saw Hawkeye receiver Tevin Smith set a new record for one-handed catches. How would you stack up in the one-handed challenge? Steve hmm. and Huxley. Well, Steve, John actually did the challenge, and let's just say it was an A for effort. Yeah, he really took this seriously. He's out as a Drake. Yeah, Drake. Uh, Andy and Rice, quarterback of Drake, help him out what, there. Look at him go. What, the ball is uh, thrown oh. perfectly. What is John wearing? Is that a that – oh. oh, man. Right that, in the – Yeah, that didn't – no. No record. Nice try, John. Get better soon. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois.